It's Friday, the 13th of October. My name is Jacob Payne, and this here thing is things you might have heard for today. This is a morning news update recorded at 5.50 a.m. in the morning and, of course, picked up all day long if you want to in replays in both video form and audio form. And we also have a newsletter that comes out as well to read the links. You can find out how to get all those things by going to our website at this is a conversation project.com where you can you know see all the details of things we do all week long and the weekend we'll talk about that towards the end of today's show because it's the weekend to talk about those things anyway uh, we want to make sure you know that we have eight stories for you this morning that you were vetted by you stories that you said were good enough to talk about and we pulled them out there from the top 15 stories that you said were best eight stories in the headlines including if you're watching the video the teaser graphic that has mr steve's least the representative from uh, louisiana my more or less home state and the issues around him not representing the nation as the next speaker. Plus seven of the stories, including a couple things spoken and some fun stuff at the end. So stick around for all of that. Reminder, as we said, our website, this is a conversationproject.com, our main home for everything. So check it out to get full details on everything. Let's get into the news for today. Of course, as I said, it's Friday, October 13th, 2023. Friday the 13th, a spooky day here. Let's see how spooky the news goes for this morning. Starting with headline number one, which is Steve Solis. Steve Solis withdraws from speaker election throwing House GOP into further chaos. There's a lot of issues behind this. Now, we knew about, you know, about a week or so ago, uh, the House pushed the button to essentially vacate the spot of Speaker of the House held by Kevin McCarthy because Kevin McCarthy gave the power to a couple of crazy folks on the floor and of the folks that voted, eight Republicans stepped away from the Republican vote side to not save Kevin McCarthy. Of course, Democrats were going to vote for not McCarthy anyway, and it turned into a big hubbub. For the first time ever, in the history of our nation, there is no Speaker of the House. The, the the job was vacated as if it never existed for this term. And now they literally can't do anything without the Senate's permission. Weird. It's a great time for a civics lesson, except it's not. So many things are happening and need things done. So the, the Republicans got together, had a meeting to talk about two good candidates for them, Steve Salise and or Jim Jordan. Because of Jim Jordan issues, they went with Steve Salise. Although there are some people who love Jim Jordan and, of course, didn't hate McCarthy so much, that won't back Solis because he's also said a bunch of racist things over 20 years. There's also plenty of people who don't like Jim Jordan because he kind of is Jim Jordan. Meanwhile, the Democrats are going to all vote for Akeem Jeffries because he seems like a good guy and they have no willingness to fix the Republican mess, even though it becomes all of our mess on top of things. This is better than Days of Our Lives. This is better than any sort of dynasty soap opera, except it's real and it's screwing us up up its nation right now. Let's go to our second story for the week uh, for the morning to say St. Louis U football coach shot during practice by parent upset over son's playing time. This was a story that I posted extremely late in the um, timeline, like late last night, and didn't expect it to have the response it did. This one essentially the second highest uh, engaged story overnight because of the salaciousness, I'd say. And this is uh, a sad, sad story about Shaquille Lattimore, a 30-year-old football coach who was shot by Daryl Clemens, 43, at a park in North St. Louis during his team's football practice. Clemens turned himself into police and faces charges of first-degree assault armed criminal action because Lattimore told police that Clemens shot him because he was upset with Lattimore for not starting his son. Serious enough. Lattimore was shot in the back, the leg, arm, and abdomen. He is going to be okay. That's the good news. Shot, shot, dead, just shot. But this is something that extremely an extreme overreaction uh, as a, you know, and as a funny way of saying it, pretty much dumb bullshit, 
if you want to really put this like this. What kind of person, what kind of parent is doing this stuff? Because A, nobody's getting paid. In fact, the coach probably ain't getting paid very much. And B, it's you football. Maybe this family thinks he's the way to get out of whatever situation they have and they're pushing the issue. But it's not even high school football. It's not college football. It's nowhere near that. It's really sad. You can send me all the comments you want to send me on this one. But this is one that were, that I sent out to um, on my personal Facebook page. And I got a lot of responses from my friends overseas, especially my, one of the good friends in Australia. is like, yeah, you folks got some issues over there. Other than Congress, we have some issues over here. The sad news of Rudolph Isley, the founding member of the Isley Brothers, and the man who wrote Shout, the uh, anthem that all white people dance to at every wedding that I've been to all my life, has died at 84 years old today, or yesterday, I should say. The Isley's composer, Rudolph, Marvin, and uh, O'Kelly, and Ernie Isley formed the 1954 group, which disbanded officially in 1955 after Vernon Isley was struck and killed by a car. Uh, They came back a year later, two years later, in 57, and signed with RCA Records to do all the great Isley things you love um the one of the big ones is shout which is of course sort of twist and shout uh it's your thing that lady and fight the power uh the multiple grammy nominations for the group we are celebrating the uh the life and mourning the loss of a great pioneer in r&b music in general mr rudolph isley Social Security cost of living adjustment will be 3.2% in 2024, well below the year's record-setting increases. Now, Social Security increases, the coal increases, cost of life uh, adjustments have been kind of big lately because inflation and the cost of things have been kind of big lately. This year, Social Security is basically getting off that habit and going to something a bit lower, more or less in line with how things really are, not so much keeping up with how things really are. So your increase in Social Security benefits is only going to be 3.2% for the next year. Whether that works out or not, it's all based on relatively of how well you're managing your money. Which seems like an obvious statement, but at some point, it's, it's how it works out. In the way of economics, the way things work out, everything can't go up uh, incre- uh, you know, incrementally forever. There has to be some sort of balance. And even though the people in Congress are sort of fighting over the balanced budget and spend too much money and all this other stuff, whatever, all the money they're spending and all the things going on there don't necessarily cover the cost of what they're supposed to be covering for people. If the point of the government is to take care of the people first... You can argue about sending money to Ukraine and sending money to Israel, but if the money you're sending over there, if you don't send it, doesn't go anyplace anywhere except into people's pockets, like congressmen's pockets, it doesn't really matter. Your Social Security cost and living adjustment, 3.2% from next year. Will that work out for many folks? We will see how that plays out. Won't play out very well for one guy, or actually doesn't matter for one guy or one gal who won the Powerball. A Powerball ticket sold in California, one ticket, wins $1.765 billion in a jackpot. That, of course, not the biggest, only the second in U.S. lottery history, and one person won this. The ticket was bought about 70 miles outside of Los Angeles. Somebody's having a great day. Some liquor store, random liquor store, is getting a cash prize for selling the ticket. Because why not? And somebody's going to make off a lot of money. We will see how this plays out. Now, California has a rule where the person will essentially have to be identified. So we will know this person when they check in their ticket eventually. Uh, But big money, and I can tell you right now, I'm still doing my internet thing on this low-budget equipment. So obviously, I didn't fly to California to win that ticket. It was not me. As I often say, somebody's going to win, as proven here. It just ain't you. And it's probably not me either. 
Kentucky man, 96, tried to kill a 90-year-old wife who has dementia, police say. Because um, of the issue, he's now being charged with um, attempted murder. But essentially, he was trying to, we're going to say this as kind of respect as possible, take his wife out of her misery and try to um, uh, let her wife die, more or less in dignity, uh, where she's found in a recliner sleeping with blood over her nose and mouth because of the issue. They revived her, so she's not has passed yet. But right now, uh, the man trying to essentially let his wife pass in peace is being charged with this issue. This is a greater, grander issue that must be discussed on greater times. Uh, you can respond to me in, in comments or links that we have here for this story for these things. But this is one that um, a few years back, more maybe more than a few years back, was you know big high topic. Other things have come to mind, and this one has may not been as prominent. But um, this is not the days of Dr. Kevorkian and assisted suicide as a you know main topic voting issue. This is something that still happens, something still people deal with, and we shall see how this plays out for this one particularly. And we're going to wrap this up. Well, on, well, one, two more to go. First, X removes hundreds of Hamas-affiliated accounts since attack, CEO says. The CEO, Elon Musk, who's still the CEO, even hasn't turned all the reins to his other person yet, the social media uh, company X has released, got rid of, removed many accounts that were affiliated with Hamas because Elon Musk and his free speech stuff came to uh, sound kind of a very real discussion where a lot of free speech is just really straight up hate speech and bad messaging. So the X platform has now been removed, released, unengaged with many Hamas uh, engaged uh, accounts. That doesn't mean that some other accounts from the other side have not been released as well, but it's been a pretty big public statement that Hamas, who initiated this attack, unprovoked, very historic, if you will, but also very, very bloody, deadly, and just bad, is getting some treatment from Elon Musk, who's been big on other sideisms and other folks and whatever. Him showing a stance, or, or Twitter, maybe it's the people showing a stance, that there is no comparison in this one. And finally, this is a story we've been following for a while, and the update is uh, the student not actually persevering in the case. The headline is, Black Students Suspended Over Hairstyle Will Be Sent to Disciplinary Education Program. Daryl George, the 48, 18, George, 18-year-old student, has been suspended since August 31st. He'll be sent to the Epic and Altruistic Public School from October the 12th to October, November 29th. He'll be allowed to return to his regular classroom around November 30th. This is to basically catch up on schools and it's been out since the beginning of the year. And we'll see how he gets back into school. The Barbara Hill Independent School District prohibits male students from having hair extending below their eyebrows and earlobes or t-shirts and collar. The issue is uh, Mr. George has cornrows that are pretty tightly um, wound up. But if you were to essentially, or dreads, basically, that are wound up, but if you would take them down, they would be very much in uh, non-compliance with the policy. But since his hair is up, it should be good. He has not changed his hair. He has not been back to school. He's essentially a fairly good student, fairly good kid. The issue is his hair. The school district is not budging on this one. The parents are not budging this one. We'll see what happens uh, after November 30th on how this thing gets played out, and we'll keep going on this one. There is, of course, in Texas, a act called the Crown Act, which allows people of essentially black people or people of color who have different type of hair to not be discriminated against their crown the way they were their hair. This, they're saying, is uh, discrimination. School district says, no, we have a dress code. This one's not done yet. In the errors 
apologies and omissions part, we are going to sort of preempt the uh, the stuff for the for the fun stuff. Fun stuff is going to change as today. We're doing some shifting going on. We're doing a, a trial run. How we're going to do this? Why Friday? Well, we went ahead to put it in place so we can know what work for Monday. So that's going to happen going forward. So if you love the fun stuff. We apologize. It's going to be different going forward, a bit quicker, a bit simpler. But for the actual omissions, Taylor Swift is opening her movie tonight nationwide for the Errors Tour. It's her concert movie. And, of course, we've been talking about her all going up this one. One thing that got slipped in here, a premiere last night in Atlanta had um, Taylor Swift hanging out with Beyonce. And Beyonce uh, at a premiere for what's going on. Taylor Swift calls it an actual fairy tale that Beyonce shows up at the premiere for her movie uh you can check the links for that as well you can also see the movie if you can get in a ticket sometime from now for the next couple weeks as it opens tonight on spooky night friday the 13th now's the time to talk about the feeds to talk about how we get stories into the feeds or you get them into the feeds uh, for us to talk about we go to facebook and twitter x if you will they've not taken us us off yet hamas is gone but we're still there for the moment and you can tell us what stories to talk about over the next upcoming day for today being friday uh for monday the upcoming weekend and all week long go to facebook.com slash this is a conversation project or twitter.com slash th underscore conversation and as you check your feeds on facebook twitter x uh, for other things, see what stories you are posting out there. Every 50 minutes or so, we post a new news story, and we want you to engage in it as you're checking your day out. See what we have in our feed, and like, love, hate, share. Do some little funny eyebrow meme faces, or just read the story. The more engagement the story gets throughout the day, the better chance we have to talk about it. Today is Friday, so on Monday morning, we'll cover Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and a teeny bit of Monday stories for that version of this thing here. Uh, it will give you 10, or, I'm sorry, 10 stories from the top 30 stories of the weekend. Will we talk about T.J. Holmes, who has settled his divorce from his wife, Marley uh, Fleabig, uh, one year after going public with the Amy Robach romance? Uh, the love continues, apparently, as two people who were married and on TV together, um, apparently getting divorced together, technically, and going on to do other things. As far as I can tell, both Robach and Holmes don't have TV jobs, don't have on-air jobs at the moment, uh, because it's still a little too hot to handle going forward with that one. But we do know that T.J. Holmes has officially settled his divorce with his wife, so that part is done. I think Robach's actually already divorced. I think her divorce already went through uh, going forward. But now they are more or less legally free to get married or do whatever it is going to do. Will we talk about this stuff in deeper detail come Monday? You'd let me know by going to our feeds and giving me the deets on what you want to say about this one. The details on today's sponsor are pretty simple. I wrote a book. I wrote a book about money. It's called Mastering Your Money, and you should check it out. It's on Amazon and other platforms as well, but it's on Amazon as a Kindle electronic book and as a paperback book that you can get for a very low price. And the price is low and affordable and very good for you because... That's how you make money. I'm going to help you fix your money problems, and you're going to give me a little bit of money to for gratitude because of how it works. That's capitalism. Capitalism is one way to master your money, selling some stuff. It's in the book. Check out the full book with all 13 details on how you can get better at your money immediately, whether you're doing this for your personal finances, which is great, or trying to get things better for your business finances, which is the sort of the angle I have on this one. It's a personal finance book, but it's aimed towards people who are looking to improve their business personal finances so they can work on other things like a legacy of money, savings, and, and, and investments, and businesses, so not worried about draining themselves 
to make their business work. Check it out on Amazon and on many other platforms. $10 for the paperback and $5 for the Kindle. Well, take a penny off of the, those books and get them today. Search Master Your Money, J. Cliff and Payne, or click the links in wherever you're finding this form, uh, the video or the audio, and you can check it out today. The Conversation Project lives at this is theconversationproject.com. Thank you so much for being a part of our show every single weekday morning and our weekend shows. We're preparing for the weekly wrap-up and the story of the week for the weekend. And we need your help. We always ask you about the feeds. Simple. Go to Facebook and Twitter and follow the feeds and vote up the stories of your engagement to give us what to talk about. That simple. You can also um, go to your email and send us a message via the conversation boxes inbox that is the conversation inbox at gmail.com our email address for all details there um look for our go to our website find out when and where our things are being posted that's our videos our audios our various snippets and shorts and we're going to do some newer things newer commentary coming up coming forward uh why the fun stuff is shifting so we can focus on some other things and if you think we're doing great work if you think you're doing great work we need some help go to the partnerships page and see if there's a way that we can group together and work on those things we thank you in advance as we said, the fun stuff is now shifting to just one more quick blast. And that blast is simply going through um, more things that you might not have heard for today, today things. And those today things are including uh, birthdays, just one birthday, AOC on the day, Alexandria Artosio Cortez, who I normally say a little better, but that's why many people say AOC because they're really kind of lazy. 34 years old today, not old enough to be president, but She's old enough to basically run the country by screwing up Congress. I said those words. I said those words. Alexandria Arcosio-Cortez, 34 years old on the day. Today in history, going back to 19 or 2019, way, way back to the 19s, Simone Biles became the most decorated gymnast in history when she won a record 25th medal in the World Championships in Stuttgart, Germany. Uh, she won three more medals this last weekend to add on to that record. Ain't nobody stopping her now and no time soon. Also, today is a celebration of M&M's Day. The candy is not its birthday. Its birthday for the actual candy uh, it happens to not be in October. It, its birthday is actually in March, March the 1st, born in uh, March the 3rd, which is a 1941. And it was a popular candy originally sold in cardboard tubes that was sent out to, to men in war so they can snack of them out there in those, those conditions. Uh, but today, somebody decided to put it on one of those lists of famous things, things of the day. And it is your M&M day. So get your M&Ms on today. With that, we are done for this thing today. It's Friday, October 13, 2023. I am Jay Cliff and Payne. Thank you so much for being a part of what we do here every single week. Um, we are always shifting things, always changing, looking to pivot to make things work out for you, make things pithy or make things a bit more expanded based on what you're looking for. And sometimes it's real time, sometimes it's last minute. Let us know how things are working because these changes are a bit more obvious for people who have been here for a while. Let me know what's working, not working. If you're new, let me know what seems to work for you and what doesn't seem to work because you don't know what the old stuff was. This project is 10 years old and has a couple different iterations, always going out to the people for their conversational topics and giving you various different things. The news headlines is something that's only been about the half of the way of this thing, but how we do it has been evolving over time. And we do this so that we can get the best conversations from the best conversation list, not grammatically correct, to talk about the stories and headlines that people want to talk about. And these are from people from around the world. 
if you will. Find us on our on our feeds on Facebook and Twitter to tell us what to talk about. Find us at our website for how to find us. And make sure you're staying limber and hydrated on task for being great people that you are. I am done wrapping it up for this Friday. Check out the feeds for the separate feeds for the weekly wrap-up and for the story of the week. Those are several podcasts and videos that you can look for at our website. And be prepared for Monday morning where we will give you 10 stories from the week and that you help do vet as conversational and things you might not have heard. 